Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all. Looking to bring it open. He's got it. Snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away. Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning. 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time to break down the All-22 of the Jets' latest free agent acquisition, Al Woods. The run-stuffing defensive lineman from the Seattle Seahawks. He joins his old teammate, Quentin Jefferson. Luke Grant, the thunder from down under. The man who does all our All-22 breakdowns on the YouTube channel that we've got. YouTube.com slash jet. Luke, thanks so much for coming back on the show, sir. Hey, I'm excited to be here. The off-season's heating up. Drafts finished. The free agency bargains are coming. Al Woods is a good signing. We knew they needed defensive line help, so let's get into it. Should also say, by the way, before we get into the Al Woods review, that your son Rory looks to be the next Ben Graham, the next great Australian punter, kicking some butt on the soccer field. You got to make sure that if he comes into the NFL as an undrafted free agent, his priority is to sign with the Jets, Luke. We got to get that in his head early. Yeah, there's been too many that are signed with other teams. We had Wing over with Pittsburgh and Rocco over with uh, with Philly. So there's been a few journeyman punters, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Al Woods, definitely not a punter. He'd be the biggest punter in the history of the NFL at 330 pounds. But I love this signing because I think he's exactly what the Jets need. Let's talk about where he fits. I think he's the ideal inside presence against the run in this scheme, especially when you consider how he complements the other pieces on the defensive line. Talk to me a little bit before we get into the finer points of his usage and what he's going to do about how he plays off of Quentin Williams, John Franklin Myers, Michael Clemens, and the other players along this defensive line. Yeah, I mean, it's perfect, Scott. If you look at the group last year, they got run all over a few times, especially in the game and a half that Quentin Williams missed. They lose Sheldon Rankins, who couldn't really stop the run at all. They replace him with Quinn and Jefferson, as you said, who also can't stop the run. So they needed that big body run stuffer, and they got it in our woods. That's what he is. Early um, early down situations, obvious rushing situations, if there are any of those in the NFL anymore. Al Woods is your guy. The Jets could theoretically put a lineup like this, Scott. They could go on first down. John Franklin Myers on the edge at the strong side. Quinn and Williams. Al Woods and Jermaine Johnson. Look, I've just, that's not your best four, but could you imagine those four trying to stop the run? That is a fantastic group, but you've got Quinn and Williams, who's the best interior pass rusher in the NFL, Jermaine Johnson, who showed a bit of juice last year, and then JFM, who also had about seven or eight sacks last year. So he just gives you such versatility. 
he's not just your stand-up Vince Wilfork, excuse me, plug the gap, eat up bodies. I'm a huge man. You can't move me. He's also got the ability to penetrate a bit. And that's why I think he fits so well in this defense. You mentioned before we went on air, Scott, how he's coming from the Seattle scheme, Pete Carroll, everything they do there. This uh, defense with Salah is an iteration of Seattle. So it just made so much sense. It was a huge need. And I absolutely love the signing. Luke, before we get into anything else about Al Woods, I have to ask you about that spin move that you have on your review up on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash play like a jet. It's one of the prettiest spin moves you're ever going to see from a guy who's 330 pounds. It's not bad, right? I mean, check it out on my Twitter. You're not going to see Will McDonald spinning from the edge, that's for sure. But there was a rep he had against, uh, I believe it was the Saints. Uh, where he gets into the backfield, beats the guard one-on-one, and he's a little bit wide. He's kind of pushed around the arc, and he thinks, how can I get back to the quarterback? And he just spins back to his left-hand side. It's beautiful. He's got good movement skills. He just seems like a natural athlete, which sounds like a weird thing to say about someone who is so large, but he just has the the easy movement skills, the good balance, and that's kind of what displayed uh, on the on the uh, spin moves. You mentioned before that Al Wood's biggest strength is his ability to stop the run. I think that's not even debatable. That is absolutely what he is. He's that big run stuffer. In a lot of ways, I think he takes the place of Foley Fadakasi, who was never properly replaced after he left for Jacksonville. At the end of the 2021 season Tell me a little bit about how Al Woods Should be able to fill that role And what he'll bring to that defensive line In terms of stuffing the run Yeah, you make a great point about Fatakasi, Scott The Jets have had such a lineage Of these underrated nose tackles Your um, Snacks Harrison into Fatakasi, And now we have Al Woods At, you know, 36 years of age um, I, Look, he's incredible in multiple facets Obviously, as I said He can two block And he can Watch the A gap and the B gap, which is huge for this defense because they like to penetrate around him and the linebackers have to clean everything up. But if they have one last gap to to worry about and to be concerned about, that's going to help the Jets. Maybe that'll help the Jets also play some more too high safety looks. Um, They don't really have that traditional free safety. So Al Woods helps there. But I was actually really impressed with what he can do as just a pure penetrator in the run game. There's two things that stood out to me, Scott. It was his ability to use his hands and his technique, and then also the vision and football IQ. There were multiple times where he was able to see and feel when offensive linemen would be running the football, they'd get out of their stance and shoot at him and get over-aggressive, and he'd be out of club swim over. So he'd use their aggressiveness and their momentum coming at him, knock him to the side, right arm swim over the top, and get into the backfield and eat up the running back. He had multiple of those plays. Then you also saw great hand usage where he'd get tight inside hands and he could rip underneath and disengage and then was able to find the running back in the backfield and make the tackle for loss, the tackle for no gain. This is a guy who's had a PFF run blocking, uh, sorry, run defending grade over 80 for nearly all of his career. Had a slight down year last year with Seattle, but wasn't used as much. But there were still some elite games with that run defense. The Saints, the Giants, he was everywhere clogging up the run. Uh, And he's just going to be an absolute force. And as we both have alluded to, Scott, it is a need. And it is going to allow the other guys to be more aggressive, to play more free, and to get them in more third and long situations. And that's where your Will McDonald's, your Bryce Huff's, your Carl Lawson's will come into their own. So really, Al Woods is here to do the dirty work and to make the most of those early down situations so the Jets' outside rushes can really prosper. Play like a Jet. Play like a Jet. 
Luke, you just talked about how Al Woods doing the dirty work will open things up for guys like Carl Lawson, Jermaine Johnson, Will McDonald, but also it'll open things up for Quinn and Williams because a lot of times Quinn and Williams has to take on those double teams. Al Woods is very good at taking on double teams, so that'll take something off Quinn and Williams' plate. 100%. I mean, Sheldon Rankins is a guy that you can't do that, a little like we saw with uh, Javon Kinlaw in San Francisco in the in the uh, playoffs, sorry. He just couldn't absorb the double teams. He was almost unplayable in certain situations. Sheldon Rankins had a little bit about that, uh, of him about him, sorry, uh, especially in 2021. He was, you know, significantly better in 2022. But having Woods there, you can put him at the one tech. That allows Quinnen to play the three technique more. As you said, he gets to see more single uh, single blocks. He's able to penetrate more as a run defender. It just opens up the game for Quinnen Williams. Look, on pass rushing downs, there are going to be a ton of situations where Q is going to kick inside to a one or a zero tech. I've got a film breakdown of Quinnen from 2022 and his, you know, DPOY caliber season. And, you know, you saw so many of those reps from the one tech, but he doesn't need to do it in the running downs now. Al Woods is there to take that off his plate and to allow him to kick out to his natural three tech position. Luke, I want to dig in a little bit more on what we talked about a few minutes ago in terms of being able to help out those edge rushers because we just talked about how taking on double teams is going to help Quinton Williams. How does Al Woods open things up for guys like McDonald, Jermaine Johnson, and Carl Lawson? I mean, it's twofold. We already talked about the ability to get them in longer downs and passing situations if you're better against the run. He definitely does that. But when you look at him as a pass rusher, because there will be situations where he will be able to rush the passer, and yeah, he's not going to be on the field on third and 10 very often, but he's got enough ability as a pass rusher. He can push the pocket, and by doing that, you don't want him going one-on-one, head over the center, and just blowing up the play. You kind of need to give him a bit of help from one of the guard spots, so that means they can't double-team Carl Lawson on the outside, for example. So it's just going to eat up more blocks. Schematically, you don't want to leave him with too much space, too many one-on-one looks, just because of his size and power. So I think that's really going to help the guys on the outside. I know that he's not traditionally thought of as a pass rusher, and there's a reason for that. He's not really a sack artist. Does Al Woods offer more against the passer than maybe some people realize? Yeah, I think so, Scott. I mean, you look at his career numbers, and there's so many seasons of like two and three sacks. And that's just kind of who he is because of both situational uh, usage and because of you know a limited skill set to some capacity. But what you're looking for in the interior with a guy next to Quinn Williams next to you is just collapsing the pocket and eating up blocks. Someone who can march their man back to create lanes for Quinn Williams and to give him opportunities, as we've already mentioned. But he's also, as I said, he's got the ability to use some swim moves, some club rips, all that kind of stuff. So he has that ability. I look at Maisie Smith, who was just drafted by the Dallas Cowboys, right? And he's got the same skill set. He's not 36 years old. I understand that. But this is a position in a skill set which was just taken number 17, 18 overall in the draft, wherever Dallas drafted, maybe a little later than that. They took someone like Marzi Smith, who is a run blocker first, but has that pass rushing ability, 330 pounds, similar body composition. So yeah, I think Al Woods is a little underrated as a pass rusher. There are a couple of really nice reps. He can disengage. He can get a little skinny, you know, skinny is probably not a great word for 330 pound athlete, right? But he can, he can shoot the gap and he can do some things to get north south. And that's why this scheme's a good fit. So yeah, I think he's a little underrated. Am I expecting Al Woods to have six sacks this year? No, but if on the limited snaps he's on the field, let's say like the Nathan Shepard reps, he manages to get three sacks, but also be an incredibly better run defender. That's a huge win for Robert Suller on this scheme. 
Al Woods played in that Pete Carroll defensive system that Robert Sala knows well because he came up under Gus Bradley, who was a Pete Carroll acolyte. Can you talk a little bit about the similarities between what you saw him do in Seattle and what you expect him to do here with the Jets? Yeah, 100%. I mean, he's a guy who was used almost um, in isolation on uh, early downs. You weren't seeing him on the field on late downs unless it was third and one, third and two, and they assumed they were going to try and run the football. That's going to be the same here. He was used in a four-man front. That's predominantly what the Jets will run. They do that in Seattle. They're a 4-3 defense, obviously, same thing for Robert Sulla. Uh, and he's used at the zero-tech ones and, and the one-tech spots. For those who don't know, zero-tech means you are lining up directly opposite the center. A one-technique means you're lined up on the outside shoulder of the center between him and the guard. That is where he operates. That is where he will be used no matter what kind of situation situation it is so that's going to relate to this scheme i talked about it not just a two gapper because that's not traditionally what this scheme likes he has the ability still to shoot the gap to penetrate to just make it foggy on the inside for the running back uh, for pulling guards all that kind of thing so he's just a disruptor he's an f the play up type guy and you need that on a defense the de- the jets have really lacked that that kind of just wrecking ball on the inside who can just cause chaos obviously Quinn and Williams does it in elite fashion as a pass rusher but he was kind of all alone there and now we've got that guy in that one technique spot which is going to be huge for the Jets that is how you'll see Alwoods utilized and that's exactly how he was utilized with Pete Carroll in Seattle Luke we worry about the Jets linebackers in the sense that they've shown a real weakness for covering tight ends and running backs but also once a running back really gets out into the open field they have trouble those speed guys like Raheem Mostert can cause problems for the linebackers if these running backs get outside and get open space how much does Al Woods being up front help out those linebackers I would assume that him being able to shut those running backs down before they get to the second level would do a lot for guys like Quincy Williams and CJ Mosley. Immensely. It's it's not even just the fact that you're asking him to make less tackles. That's obviously a factor because you assume Al Woods is going to make plays around the line of scrimmage, but it's about gap integrity, Scott. This defense puts a ton of pressure on linebackers and safeties in run defense. There's two reasons why. Number one, they're a one-gap penetrate shoot type defense, defensive line. They want to be aggressive. They want to get north-south. They want to get in the backfield and they want to create chaos. That's just how they are schematically. That's what the New York Jets and Robert Sala likes to do. Al Woods gives them the ability to have one less gap to worry about. And I kind of mentioned it earlier, but if you know that the A gap on either side of the center is going to be taken care of for this snap, you have more freedom and you can trust our woods and kind of just play that B gap on the right-hand side. And you have a better idea of what your assignment is if you're a linebacker or a safety. The other reason that places so much pressure on those guys is because of the wide nine scheme. They are spread out a long way across the lighter scrimmage, kind of from seven tech to nine tech on the other side. So it's a lot of width between the Jets defensive linemen, which leaves a lot of holes. Those holes get smaller and it's easier to collapse things when you have our woods on the inside. So it's going to make it a ton easier. Scott, I was nearly tearing my hair out last night. I was doing a Tony Adams review. I was watching the game against Seattle again, and I had to watch LaMarcus Joyner and the linebackers take some of the worst angles I've seen in my life. Al Woods is going to make it a lot easier. They'll have to make less tackles, worry about less gaps, and it's going to be a lot more straightforward for those guys on the inside. Luke, we talked about Foley Fadakasi before, and you did bring up Snacks Harrison. So I want to see what you thought in terms of how Al Woods compares to those guys. We know that Fadakasi did a lot to help the Jets be one of the better 
run-stuffing units up front in the NFL. Snacks Harrison at one point, obviously, arguably the best run-stuffing defensive lineman in the league, certainly right up there at the top among the very best. Tell me how you think Woods compares to those two in terms of the element that he brings to this defense. Yeah, you know what? Obviously, he's on the opposite side of his career to Foley Fatakasi. Foley got paid by Jacksonville after playing here. But I can see him having a really similar impact on this defensive line and of this defense as a whole. The Jets want to come out in waves, Scott. And way too often last year, the second defensive line group had Solomon Thomas. Then you had um, Nathan Shepard on the inside. And that is a really bad group. Like, that's just not good enough. Now you could have Al Woods coming in. It just gives you such more rotation, another fresh body, an elite run defender. And look, football is all about creating favorable situations. This is what I'm going to bang on about throughout this entire podcast. Al Woods is a chess piece which allows you to do something, which is try and get teams in second and third and long. That is literally why he has been brought here, despite being 36 years of age, probably past his best. But if the Jets can get something like Al Woods from 2021, where he had a run defense grade of 80-plus with PFF, he had multiple stops. He was really good and effective in the backfield as a run defender. Just think this could have such a big impact. And the Jets are already going to be in a better spot defensively. They're going to have less reps on the field because Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback. They're going to have better field position. They've got more depth now with Will McDonald, Al Woods. So I'm just excited to see this unit play. Quinton Jefferson in there as well. I just think this is going to be wave after wave of ambushes, more third and longs. And I, I just can't wait to see it. Luke, any other strengths to Al Woods' game that we didn't touch on yet? He's a very easy player to break down. You know what you're getting in Al Woods. And the reason I was so happy about it was because it was such a need and the fit was just perfect. He's a leader in the clubhouse. Pete Carroll always spoke very highly about him and the kind of person he was. I'm always high on getting those guys in the locker room. We know that Joe Douglas and Suller is as well. But what you see is what you get with this 330-pound interior force. And look, I just think he's going to make a big difference, even though he's only playing a limited role. How about weaknesses, Luke? What are the downsides with Al Woods? You're just not going to get a ton of, um, I guess, elite quickness from the inside, obviously. You're not getting Kalijah Kansi, someone who's going to you know, be just so quick and have that uh, lateral agility. You're not getting that in Al Woods. Yeah, he can penetrate and yeah, he can get upfield, but he's not the guy who's twitched up and can move from side to side. So if he doesn't win initially in his pass rush rep, he can struggle to kind of um, create any kind of um, a difficulty for the quarterback and for his direct opponent. Yeah, he can push the pocket still, but he's more a guy who wants to be clean as a pass rusher and keep himself clean and not really that guy who wants to come through your chest and bully you. So he's a guy who wants to win uh, off the snap. And if he doesn't, he just doesn't really have the ability to stack and to to, uh, to, to disengage and, and to get north-south in that capacity. But look, that's not what he's going to be asked to do here. Luke, anything else about Al Woods that we haven't mentioned yet that you think is worth talking about? Al Woods just is another piece in this defense. He's going to play a specific role. Uh, that role is going to be pretty obvious, as I mentioned. And I just think now with the Jets having Quinn and Williams, Al Woods, John Franklin Myers playing inside more, Quinton Jefferson, then you have Solomon Thomas as your fifth interior guy. That's going to be huge for this football team. Um, and that group as a whole, I expect to be one of the best you know, four to five defensive lines in the country. Luke Grant, the Thunder from Down Under, thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the All-22 of the Jets' newest defensive lineman, Al Woods. Really appreciate it. 
For those that want to check out the full video that we've got up at youtube.com slash play like a jet, what are they going to see? Also, what are they going to get if they subscribe to our channel? And what can they get when they go to our store over at tpublic.com? That's teepublic.com. Yeah, make sure you head over to the YouTube channel, guys. Play like a jet. Uh, you get a video almost every single day. Uh, kind of that eight to 10 minute uh, range of videos, film breakdowns predominantly. Um, I've done a, a ton of videos on the safeties at the moment. I have one on Tony Adams and if he's the answer for the Jets at free safety, uh, looking at a couple of the guys, undrafted free agents. I've got videos up on the entirety of the draft class, a couple more still to come, um, but predominantly they're all released and up for for viewing already. Aaron Rodgers videos looking at different areas of his skill set. So how he fared against Buffalo. There's one coming out next week with Aaron Rodgers and Hackett and how they're going to help the Jets in the red zone. So there's going to be just tons of content to absorb. Lots of all 22 breakdowns. Once a week, I'm going to try and go live, kind of connect with everyone as well. We can talk a little Jets ball. So it's going really well. Make sure you, you check it out and uh, and subscribe over to the YouTube channel. And then um, a crossover um, with the merch. Uh, look, it's awesome, the Tee Public stuff. We've got some fun designs. Speaking about the uh, defensive line, we've got a Quinn and Williams, John Franklin Myers, bless you, thank you range. If you still think that Zach Wilson is the future, you can cop some Zach Wilson merch, play like a Jet logo tees. And I say it all the time, but it's not just about buying our merchandise. You can use the logos. You can uh, put it on whatever you like, whether it be phone cases, create stickers, hoodies, whatever you want. We've got you at Tee Public. Make sure you check out everything we've got up at youtube.com slash play like a jet. Subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com.